This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Zoomer Week in Review, heard every Sunday at noon on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to the Zoomer Week in Review, brought to you by CARP, a new vision of aging. Support CARP with your membership today. Visit carp.ca. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Zoomer Week in Review, all things Zoomer worldwide. I'm Bob Komsik in for Libby's Nimer. A sure sign that spring's on the way. Daylight saving time is here. We've just changed our clocks ahead an hour to gain sunlight. But how do those 60 minutes affect our internal clocks? I speak with a sleep expert to find out. And March is Nutrition Month as we focus on food in senior living centers where there's been a huge shift in nutrition. Long gone are the days of three square meals, including a meat and potatoes dinner. But first, here are your Zoomer headlines from around the world. Alarming numbers show that more seniors are dying on Canada's roads than any other age group. Transport Canada says between the year 2000 and 2015, almost 450 seniors died as a result of traffic collisions. Just a decade ago, seniors ranked fourth or fifth on the list. These numbers include drivers, passengers, pedestrians, cyclists, motorcyclists, but when highlighting senior drivers, they topped the list for most driver fatalities of any age group since 2010. With an aging population, deaths in this demographic could spike. Currently, Canada doesn't have a national standardized driving test for seniors. Not long ago, we told you that the British government appointed a minister of loneliness, an epidemic affecting seniors around the globe. Now one Kingston woman is doing her part to end loneliness, and she's bringing her Oasis program to Toronto. 88-year-old Christine McMillan created the program to ease isolation and brings services to seniors still living in their own home or apartment. She started it a decade ago after her neighbors complained about eating alone, so she arranged communal meals, exercise programs, on-site support workers, movies, and art classes. The province has invested more than $15 million to continue supporting these types of programs. Have you already abandoned your New Year's resolution to exercise more? If you're struggling, new studies will give you hope. They all conclude that midlife and older adults can sustain an exercise routine that will offer a wide range of health benefits, even if you've been inactive for years. One study looked at a group with an average age 53 who started working out after years of being sedentary. Not only did they improve their aerobic fitness by 18%, their cardiac health improved significantly as well. The studies published in the journal Circulation. Speaking of keeping active, a 99-year-old Australian man is proving age is just a number when it comes to smashing world records in sports. Swimmer George Coronas just made history at the Commonwealth Games trials in Australia by smashing not one, but two records in the 150-meter events. When you're in the water, you're in an anti-gravity environment, and it's beautiful. George, who turns 100 next month, says his personal philosophy is, if you don't move, you'll drop dead. 
Zoomers looking to add protein to their diet are in luck, but it's not what you think. Move over protein powder, bugs are invading grocery store shelves. Canada's largest grocer thinks insects are the next big food craze. Loblaw is adding cricket powder to its President Choice products. The company says the flour, sourced from a farm in southern Ontario, has a neutral flavor, is high in protein, and packed with minerals and vitamins. I'm Bob Comsick, and those are your Zoomer headlines from around the world. The days are now longer as we change our clocks to daylight saving time, but the trade-off is we lose an hour. Sleep is an integral part of good health for Zoomers, and while we welcome longer days, changing our internal clocks can really take a toll on our bodies. Here to explain, Dr. Colleen Carney, Director of the Sleep and Depression Lab at Ryerson. The spring, we lose the hour by springing ahead, so this is the time of the year that that everyone, but also um, particularly Zoomers, are going to really feel it and feel a lot sleepier than they normally do because they're also, in addition to having a clock problem, they're going to have a little bit of sleep loss as well. So that's the, the body clock effect. Yeah, so essentially, um, you know, we are clocks and we need regular input into the clock. And whenever there's different input into the clock, so the sun's in a different place, then the body reacts by reorganizing itself around the new cue. And while that's happening, we get fatigue. Um, there's, there's effects on eating, on sleeping, on mental cloudiness and moodiness. And this is essentially what happens with jet lag. It's just that when we don't travel, we think that we're not affected by it, but we actually are. So the main thing would be sleep, which is affected? And then the other ones kind of all are associated with it. Yeah, well, I mean, our clock actually regulates so many things that it regulates alertness, it regulates sleep. Um, there's uh, effects on um, eating and mood and cognition and hormones. You know, we forget about being a clock, but we really are clocks that need regular input into it. So I think for the people for whom daylight savings time, the change is not a big deal, it's just a little bit of inconvenience. I still think this is a good time to think about your sleep health. Zoomers are particularly affected by a silent killer called sleep apnea. So are you feeling sleepy this time of year? Um, That's something you should be talking about to your doctor, particularly if you're somebody who is falling asleep uh, involuntarily during the day, is really sleepy, and then they also snore loudly and persistently, and um, it's also associated with high blood pressure. And people seeing you stop breathing, this is a good time to think, all right, you know, dozing off in front of the TV, maybe this is a bigger deal than I thought. And, you know, sleepiness is a sign that either we need a little bit more time in bed at night or that there's something else going on. And there's something else going on can be serious, and so this is a good time to talk to your doctor. If you fall asleep involuntarily, if it's really tough for you to stay awake during the day, then you got to wonder why, because most people should be able to stay awake. It's fine if you schedule a nap because you like to have a nap, but if you have to have a nap, then I'm always wondering why. And in the sleep world, we like to distinguish between feeling tired and feeling sleepy. Sleepy for us means that you're about to fall asleep um, or, or you already are, right? So the nodding off in front of the TV, that is sleepy because you're literally falling asleep. Tired, that's okay, but sleepy... This means that you could fall asleep behind the wheel of a car. And people with sleep apnea are at high risk for uh, motor vehicle accidents because they do fall asleep behind the wheel and they don't see it coming. So certainly if you feel sleepy, you feel like you could not off, then you could manage that by taking a nap. But if that's the case, 
then it's time to talk to your doctor. Make sure that you don't need a sleep study. Daylight saving time is now here. Too late to tell yourself maybe a week or two ahead of time to maybe go to bed a little bit earlier. So once it arrives, you're in sync. But what do you do moving forward now? Should we go to bed a bit earlier? You don't really need to adjust your bedtime because that's just going to happen naturally with the shift. Um, I think what you really want to do is try and make sure that you're managing how you feel during the day in a healthy way, right? So lots of sunlight, which is not in you know, much uh, supply at this time of year. But getting some outdoor time for alertness rather than spending a lot of time caffeinating, um, being active during this time. And if you feel sleepy, then being safe and napping before driving long distances just in the day or so that it takes. You know, this is a time where motor vehicle accidents can increase because of the change. So we want to make sure that we're also monitoring for safety. And seeing as so many Zoomers are working past the quote-unquote traditional Mm -hmm. uh, retirement age, uh, you might be a little less productive at work for the (laughs) first few days or weeks after the the time change. Yeah, there, there, there are uh, lots of studies on cyber loafing on the Monday following daylight savings time. We do tend to keep company with the internet and uh, with other things on Monday, so we're not going to be as productive. Just try and manage that fatigue in a positive way rather than just reaching for excessive caffeine. You know, can you go for a little walk to break the boredom? Can you get a little outside time? Don't cut down on your activities because those are really important for sleep, actually. Just try and manage the fatigue in a way that's positive. Dr. Colleen Carney, thank you. You're very welcome. That was sleep expert Dr. Colleen Carney. I'm Bob Comsick in for Libby's Nimer, and this is the Zoomer Week in Review. Coming up, cooking for seniors. A look at the changing menus inside senior living centers. You're listening to the Zoomer Week in Review, brought to you by CARP, a new vision of aging. Support CARP with your membership today. Visit carp.ca. Chef Gary McBlain knows how to satisfy the palate and health of seniors. For two decades, he's been preparing food for seniors and has noticed a huge shift. Gourmet cuisine and fine wines are the new normal. Chef Gary manages the menus for retirement homes run by Amica Mature Lifestyles. I've been a chef for just over 20 years, and I've been working with seniors for about 18 of those years. Have you noticed any changes, and if so, for the good, for the bad, in terms of cooking for seniors, nutrition for seniors in settings away from their own homes? As with anything over the last 20 years, there's been such a huge shift In the food space especially, we're living in the culture of the chef, and that has gone into the senior living communities. So we have seen, for the good, we've seen a lot more emphasis put on food. So the the dishes that we're putting on the menu, what people are expecting coming in, and now cooking for baby boomers, the first wave of baby boomers coming in, we've seen their expectations be sky high. What are some of the things they want to see on the menu? They're the generation that has changed everything, and it's been no different when it comes to living in a a senior's residence. So they're looking for gourmet food. They're looking for world cuisine. They're looking for fine wines. They're looking to come down and eat anytime they want. They don't want someone to tell them they have to come down and have their dinner at 4.30. They're going to be doing it on their terms. Now, March is nutrition month, so you've definitely seen improvements in terms of the nutrition 
of the food that's being served at retirement homes. When we're designing our menus, we're making sure that we have two sets of registered dietitians involved in the planning process. So we do have the chef-inspired menus, but we also make sure that they have the nutritional component as well. Each day, we have two healthy choices that we have on the menu, um, and they have less than 400 calories, less than 400 milligrams of sodium, and at least 12 and a half grams of protein. So we're making sure that we have a well-balanced diet, we have lots of colors on the plate, and that it tastes good as well. If a resident had a guilty pleasure, would they be able to find them on the menu, or would they have to have a relative sneak it in? No, of course we have some guilty pleasures that would be on the menu, whether it's a savory dessert or it could be the prime rib and Yorkshire pudding that we would have on Sunday night. We definitely have something for everyone. Now, also guilt-free snacks as well, right, which are in fact nutritional and have a lot of protein in that, which will keep them fuller longer. That's right. What we found is that if we provide healthy options for residents, they're more likely to choose them. So we do have hamburgers on the menu. We do have prime rib on the menu. But when we have a nice sautéed chicken breast or a fresh fish with a grapefruit salsa, people are going to choose that as well because it tastes great and is healthy for them. Now, what foods to stay away from that one wouldn't think were bad? What we find is a lot of the pre-processed foods or the processed foods are loaded with sodium and sugars that don't necessarily have to be there. So when we're preparing things in the communities, we're making sure that we're using lots of fresh ingredients. And that's the biggest thing for us is making sure that the food that we're buying coming into the community is fresh. So when we prepare it, it tastes great for the residents and we're not relying on something you know that, that's loaded with the sugar and the salt. Every community is able to change their menu to suit their local population. One of the things that we educate our chefs on is making sure that they're going out into the community, they're meeting the residents, and it's almost like a personal chef service. So if you ask me that you want to have a different flavor of yogurt coming in, no problem. We'll just go and buy it. We do have the regular choice on the menu. We also have an a la carte menu. So if you don't like daily specials, you can order off the a la carte menu. And then we also have things, whether it's a a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or a peanut butter and banana sandwich that would never be on the menu, but you just have a craving that day. If you're asking your server and we have those ingredients in the kitchen, by all means, we would make them for you. Give us an idea as you look a bit forward in terms of what you could see happening at retirement homes as far as menus for seniors. Well, the menus are really exciting. So we're going to see a a higher emphasis on fresh foods. We're going to see a higher emphasis on having certified chefs working in the kitchen. And the things that we're working on right now for communities that are going to be opening up in three or four years are multiple dining outlets. So gone are the days where we have one dining room and everyone has to come down and and sit in the dining room. Um, Some of the communities that are going to be opening up in the next little while are going to have three or four or five different dining outlets, similar to a cruise ship. So it could be a more formal dining room. It could be a more casual bistro. It can be a sports bar. Um, it can be open kitchens where you can see the chefs cooking in front of you. So in the next little while, I think people are going to be really amazed at what their local seniors community is going to look like when they go into it. Can't wait. Chef Gary, thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. Take care. That was Chef Gary McBlain, Culinary Director at Amica Mature Lifestyles. I'm Bob Consican for Libby's Nimer, and this is the Zoomer Week in Review. Coming up, a member of the popular pop band The Monkees celebrating a birthday. 
You're listening to the Zoomer Week in Review, brought to you by CARP, a new vision of aging. Support CARP with your membership today. Visit carp.ca. Welcome back to the Zoomer Week in Review, all things Zoomer worldwide. I'm Bob Comsick. Time now for your International Arts Datebook. Tips for those of you jetting around the world. Here's Jane Brown. The final stop of the critically acclaimed exhibition David Bowie is, is at New York's Brooklyn Museum. Look up here, I'm in heaven. It's based on the creative process of an artist who revolutionized the way we think about music. In Dublin, the National Gallery of Ireland has reopened after an extensive restoration and is now displaying 650 works, including paintings by Rembrandt, Vermeer, Gainsborough, and Picasso. On Monday, Sting's musical The Last Ship, which closed after a three-month run on Broadway, opens in his hometown of Newcastle at the Northern Stage. And the European Fine Art Fair has opened at Maastricht in the Netherlands, said to provide an unrivaled experience for collectors, curators, market professionals, and art lovers from around the world. I'm Jane Brown, and that's the International Arts Datebook. This weekend, Mickey Dolenz from the Monkees is celebrating his 73rd birthday. In 1965, Dolenz was cast in a new TV show about an imaginary band trying to become the next Beatles. His role was the band's drummer and lead singer, but at the time, he didn't know how to play the drums. First, he mimed the actions. After some lessons, he began playing them on his own. The Monkees went from being a TV band to a real-life one and dominated the pop charts, becoming an overnight sensation with international hits like I'm a Believer and Daydream Believer. And like true Zoomers, Mickey Dolans and Mike Nesmith continue to stay active, announcing this week they're hitting the road together to perform some Monkees classics. Right now, one of their earliest hits, Last Train to Clarksville. That was the Monkees with Last Train to Clarksville, Mickey Dolan celebrating his 73rd birthday this weekend. And that brings us to the end of this week's edition of the Zoomer Week in Review. I'm Bob Comsick in for Libby Zneimer. Thanks for joining me. Be sure to come back next week to stay up to date with all things Zoomer worldwide. You've been listening to the Zoomer Week in Review. Produced by MZ Media Limited. Executive producer, Moses Zneimer. Produced by Christine Ross, Michelle Saunders, Paul Thomas, and Andre Lowy. This has been an exclusive podcast of the Zoomer Week in Review, heard every Sunday at noon on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.